So ideas for the Harley Quinn episode. Ideas, ideas, ideas. What do you think, Evan? God damn it. I'm sick and tired of having to think up all these stupid little skits in the beginning. You know what? I'm going to go off. I'm going to do my own show. No. I'm, t- I'm sick of being your sidekick. Don't. I'm going to go on my own capers and have my own adventures. Please. And I'll, I'll do bits all by myself that'll be super easy to think up because no one will be saying, no, Evan, that's stupid. We can't do that. No. Oh. I'm out of here. Thank you for tuning into the GeekNet. I'm your host, Evan Rutkowski, here at my own show. And, oh, God, I, I can't do this. Uh, JLo, we need to do this together. Yeah, uh, shared table space. It's, uh, it's a real thing. Yeah, you know, it's like uh, Cage and JB, you know, Kato and Nash, uh, the Green Hornet and the other guy, you know. Sure. Chewbacca and Han Solo. All of those people. Yeah. <laughs> Well, with that, a very special welcome to episode 25 of the newly reformed Dorkweb podcast after a nail-biting maybe two minutes. Two minutes of brief schism. Ooh, that's what breaks people apart. Yeah. Do a solo career, doesn't do too well. All in the breath of two minutes. But that's okay, because I'm your host, Jonathan Locchiato, and I'm joined, as always, again, by my uh, Mr. Co-host. Mr. Co-host. I thought it was the, the venerable Dreadnought co-host. The venerable Mr. Co-host, Evan Rakowski. Here I am, Mr. Co-host. They call me Mr. Co-host. Hello. Hello. So, uh, Evan, we are going to talk about the Harley Quinn show, the new Harley Quinn show. Oh, boy. I'm glad to do that. It's almost like we're being just berated by a bunch of good TV shows. Just one after another. No, it's just The Mandalorian. Right. And, yeah. and Rick and Morty, which is doing pretty good. Mandalorian has been good. Rick and Morty were a couple of episodes behind on, but it seems to, to have its groove back. So that's looking pretty good. Oh, yeah. Just like Austin Powers, it's, it's got its mojo back. Soon we're going to have The Witcher. Ooh, yeah. Pretty excited about that. I heard uh, Henry Cavill is doing his best like game Geralt impersonation for his character. That's awesome. I'm actually going through and reading all the books. Oh, yeah. You read, uh, what was it, uh, Last Wish? I'm almost done with Last Wish. Yeah. Yep. Not so, the uh, not the Destiny raid. No, not no. the Destiny raid. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, speaking of which, we've been playing a lot of Destiny. Yeah, I know it's we're kind of like turning face to heel with the whole Destiny thing. I'm pretty sure there's going to be early episodes where I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I want to like Destiny, but like, you know, screw it because it's, you know, that thing. But Hey, you know, let's just get ahead of it now. Yeah. We like what? Destiny now. Yeah. It's great. You know, they left Activision and I was like, you know what? I can give these people money now because, you know, I like Bungie. I like what they did. So, Evan, the holidays are fast approaching like an unstoppable advancing nemesis yeah i mean yeah resident evil 3 nemesis specifically True. or mr x yeah but that knows oh I don't, I don't like it i know i'm not in it's... love with his new face i mean he kind of almost kind of looks like a space marine it's a weird take yeah but at any rate uh the reason i bring up the holidays is because i think it makes sense maybe that we go over some suggestions for moderately priced uh fairly priced gifts games for yourself seeing which games have been naughty or nice yes mostly good yeah we're gonna yeah good things for a change so um i mean i will go first because uh when i heard that this was coming out i got extremely excited and i ran to my phone into my nearest online retailer and pre-ordered uh, but that is none other than the remasters of 
the Sega Genesis Lion King and Aladdin games. Ah, the Dark Souls of their times. Yes, I spent so much time running through the first two or three levels over and over again because you can't beat the third level as a kid. You just don't have the dexterity for it. Was it because these games were tight, responsive, and difficult or because they were just poorly coded? It's It was both. I'm convinced that it was both because you can watch playthroughs of people who just nail it. You know, people go ham, but as yeah. a child, you <laughs> do not have the ability to go ham. Fair enough. Yes. What about yourself? Uh, first thing on my list, um, Resident Evil 2. Ooh, that was a good game. It was really good. And for 19.99 currently. Ooh. That is a That's a steal. It's gameplay mechanics are solid. It doesn't butcher the storyline of the second game too much. No, it's mostly good. Yeah, it's mostly good. I heard yeah. it from the horse's mouth, the man who actually played Resident Evil 2, JLo. Yeah, no. It's um I mean, I enjoyed it a lot. I think that anybody who enjoyed Resident Evil 4 will like this a lot and if you enjoyed resident evil 4 then you probably also think that leon s kennedy is a badass in which case you will continue to think so in the remake of his first appearance even though he's a greenhorn rookie yeah but um about the game itself it plays really well um it still has all the standard resident evil bullshit including at the end of the game somebody throws you a, a rocket launcher or an explosive shooting weapon Here, to take out this. yeah to take out the last boss so it's got everything that you would want um and 20 bucks you said yeah 19.99 that's pretty sick steal yeah uh so my next game can vary from 20 to 30 dollars but it is now the recipient of one of the Game of the Year awards, uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Shadows Die Twice. Oh, yeah. That's what we always say. Whenever you're dead, it's like, oh, but does he know? Shadows Shadows Die die Twice. twice. Come back to life. (laughs) Yeah, you just jump back. So if you didn't jump on the train um, to get From Software's pretty different Souls experience uh, right when it came out, as I mentioned, you can get it now for half the price or cheaper and i played the crap out of this game when it came out it is a different type of hard from games like dark souls and bloodborne because you can revive yourself so you do have to kind of relearn how you approach that type of game and how you approach battling let's say multiple enemies at the same time uh and you know there's a huge reliance on stealth as i'm sure you've seen you know, many times you, you can play the game like a ninja yes. or like a badass like samurai warrior, but playing as the ninja is always easier. Yeah, no, it's it's a really great game. It has super challenging boss fights and really beautiful set pieces. The aesthetic is, Mwah. yeah, and for you know from software who's not necessarily uh revered for their platforming yeah there's a lot of platforming and it handles pretty well oh yeah because of the grapple hook you have or the grapple hand yeah it definitely helps uh thumbs up thumbs up for me two thumb well one real thumb one prosthetic thumb way up yes one wooden yeah creaky thumb creaky thumb yes from sekiro i actually have both my hands just in case no confusion there never 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 any confusion so uh game two on my list is none other than control Ah, I have not played this, but I've yeah. heard very good things. 505 games, and I think it was only available on the PC on, uh, like, the Epic Game Store or something like that. 
that you know that that'll kill a game these days. That will kill a game. However, um, if you're looking for like a very well made, very cinematic, because there's actually there's actually uh, FMVs. Oh, I didn't, un- I didn't there's know There's full this. motion video cutscenes by voiced, uh, well, acted and voiced by real actors. Wow. Or, I guess technically yes, they are yes. real actors since they're real yes, people. Yes. But regardless, there's a lot of that. Um, and just really solid third-person shooter Metroidvania gameplay wrapped up in a fantastic, like, X-Files, uh, like, Twin Peaks, kind of, like, secret mystery, mystery world. Government conspiracy. Conspiracy world, exactly. That's cool. And, uh, yeah, and also it's set in the same universe as Alan Wake. Oh. Yeah, same people, same game. I played Alan Wake. I like Alan Wake, but it was squandered potential. Yes. Uh, this one, they're definitely, there's a lot of world building in this one mm. and kind of like setting the stage and kind of showing you that there's a world. It, it's funny because the movie, the game actually opens up with uh, a bit of dialogue explaining the op- the uh, like the end of Shawshank Redemption, how, you know, the world is a room and there's a poster on the wall, but like behind the poster is the real world. Yeah. And she was always trying to get, you know, past like through the poster poster into like the, the it you know, that whole matrixy thing where sure. it's like, you know, everything's an illusion. Sounds really cool. How oh, much yeah. did you say it was? Uh currently around twenty nine ninety nine, maybe twenty five ninety nine, it ranges. Okay. Yeah. So like under thirty. Under thirty for sure. Nice. Very cool. Um, so my next one was almost Kingdom Hearts 3, but I crossed that out, and it's actually Kingdom Hearts the story so far, because why would you pay more for Kingdom Hearts 3 when you can get, I don't even know what, like, almost six games? An entire collection like of games. Like four games, and then two or three other games that are just broken down into cutscenes. Yeah. Um, for, like, 20 bucks. At the most, 30 bucks, but at most places are probably going to have it for 20 And boy, oh boy, I don't even think that I need to fully explain my feverish devotion to Kingdom Hearts. No, you don't. Um, but the first two games alone, and to your you know contention, uh, Chain of Memories. Horrible. Yeah. Nightmarish, um, even. So good, so good. And for 20 bucks to experience the whole thing in HD mind you definitely uh, a, a lot of bang for your buck in that it's one it's a bargain potentially the keys to the kingdom yes and then you will you will too be part of the kingdom hearts cult and you will understand it's strange anime boys and mickey mouse shirtless mickey mouse he's there og First shirtless game. mickey mouse he yeah. doesn't have a shirt on there right. it, it's pointed upon in what 2.8 Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's actually reasoning behind yeah, the this lore behind yeah. him not shirtless having a Mickey, shirt. That yeah. dank shirtless Mickey lore. Yeah. So yeah, you you two can know and experience that. Uh, so highly recommend. There might be bugs inside him. Yes, there might be. <laughs> anyway, so that brings me to game number three, and that is Untitled Goose Game. Untitled Goose Game. I've heard a very lot about. It's become kind of a meme. I've never played it. But um, essentially what it is, so it's isometric, kind of like top-down, maybe top-diagonal down, where you play as a goose in the suburbs of what I imagine to be England or London. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, and your objectives are to do goose things, which is terrorize human beings, be Mm. it like honking and flapping at them or like, biting them and like grabbing objects and dragging them away to mess with them 
there's a lot of it, it's almost kind of like uh almost kind of it's almost kind of like hitman in a way but you're not killing anyone you're just harassing them as a goose interesting do you have like do you get points or is this just like an open it's sandbox um, it's an open sandbox with like a that gives you like a checklist of things to do almost kind of like a tony hawk's pro skater level hmm. but uh you're not skateboarding you're just an angry goose yeah okay i mean that's cool yeah geese are like known worldwide people for, like it yeah people love the game but also Seems fear nice. geese in real life for good reasons right we learned this as a, as young children to fear geese oh yeah don't want to mess with them how much was that 1999 man the, this these are great yeah uh, and then, Instant of course, classic. yeah, we got to just round out the list by bringing up Destiny 2 again. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, it's free now. Uh, it's a lot better now. You can spend money on it. We'd recommend spending money on it. <laughs> yeah, if you get Shadowkeep, you get a whole bunch of content. and Also, the season passes, like 10 bucks. Yeah, 10 bucks is pretty fair for season passes. And it definitely gives you a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of reason to play the game, I guess, for 10 bucks. Yes, yeah, there's a lot of stuff to do. Um, so hey, you know, come Play over us, to join the, our clan. Yeah, come over to the Destiny Club yeah. and uh, enjoy the free-to-play game that you should spend forty dollars on. Exactly, uh, and maybe join our clan. But I think that Shadowkeep is under thirty or Probably. thirty right now. And sometimes you can get Forsaken for like uh, a good fifteen bucks, maybe when it's on sale. Yeah, that's what we did. So in a in a way, uh, these this list of games that we just kind of went over as some top picks, things that have come out this year ish. Kingdom Hearts is kind of a stretch, but hey, that collection was released this year. Oh yeah. Uh, all of these are about thirty bucks or under before applicable tax, of course. Uh, so those are very highly recommended. And fairly inexpensive games for yourself. I always games gotta watch the wallet this time of year. Yeah, and I'll get the Dork Web thumbs up, wink of approval. <laughs> yeah, um, we were not paid by any of these games to advertise them. Although their studios are more than welcome to to pay us to pay us. Please to, pay like, us to just lie through our teeth about how good their games are. Yes, pay us in rupees. Like Zelda rupees? Yes. Well, those are valuable gemstones. So, yes, pay us in valuable gemstones. Yes. Hope Buy the sack. So, let's cut into Harley Quinn. Hmm. So Not, like, literally. Okay, because there's some of that going Harley on. Quinn. You know, she's, she gets attacked by knights sometimes. Right. But uh, let's let's talk about the show. That's, that's this episode. So, uh, at this point, there's been three, three episodes. Yeah. So, actually, before we cut into harley quinn the show um let's go over some of the cast so there's a lot of talent in the show star studded it is i am just going to go straight down the list of imdb fair enough uh, and and just go straight through so there's kaylee kuko there's lake bell jb smooth (laughs) alan tudyk matt oberg diedrich bader Vanessa Marshall, Tony Hale, Jim Rash, James Adamian, Christopher Maloney, Giancarlo Esposito, Phil Lamar, Andrew Daly, Trisha Campbell Martin, Sean Giambroni, Giambroni, Meryl Hathaway, Will Sasso, Talia Tabin, 
Wayne Knight, Wanda Sykes, Raul Coley, Howie Mandel, and Nicole <laughs> Sullivan. Howie Mandel is, of course, as himself. As himself. Now, that's a big old list of people. Oh, yeah. And if I mispronounced anybody's name, I am sorry because it's a big old list of people. And if I missed anybody, sorry, IMDb should update their stuff. Yes. Uh, on that note, the end credits, incredibly fast. So difficult. You can't to even read. see who was in the show. Yeah, it's so difficult to actually read the show um, or read the end credits of yeah. the show. So now that we've uh, appropriately announced all of the voices that are in the show... Let's talk a little bit about uh, the first three episodes that we've seen. So, you know, kind of just right off the bat, a couple of things about this show. Edgy as fuck. Um, Super duper violent. Hyper violent. Like Happy Tree Friends. Yeah. Happy Tree Friends is a pretty good explanation. Maybe like some crazy stuff you'd see on Adult Swim. But even like more intense than that. Yeah. Like premium ultra violence ultra violence that you need to pay monthly for that you cannot get free cable like hbo like hbo ultra violence and a, a little bit of everything uh and i guess we'll get into that uh, the show kind of doesn't really have a direct um i guess feeling or direction so what'll happen a lot of times is there will be like Uh, exposition or you know a character announcing themselves or something like that and like announcing their intentions and then it'll follow a joke and then violence and then it will do that all over again it's Um, like like a greek play yes in the first episode specifically it's it's pretty tough because it's just harley and Ivy with no other supporting cast really. with not really any supporting cast. And they're kind of the two main. And that's uh, Haley Kukoo as Harley Quinn as Harley Quinn and Lake Bell as Poison Ivy. But uh, JB Smoove is a is a talking. He's plant great. I love him by Poison Ivy. He's right. a terrific voice yeah. actor. So the first episode is tough. The first episode builds the world that the show is going to take place in. So it's all essentially just one big plot of Harley Quinn being oppressed by everybody that she interacts with and every character that she interacts with not taking is, her seriously. is not taking her seriously. They're all like super alpha male. Mm-hmm. And like, there's literally a line that's probably already been memed by now at the beginning where it's just like a white guy saying like, all right, everybody, like, let's fuck the poor. Yeah, now all the white people cheer. Yeah, and everybody cheers. So, like, that's kind of the world that's being established in the first episode. Not a serious world. Like, a, almost like a GTA world. Like, a world that's, in it, like, in knowing mockery of itself. Yeah, like, it's it's like a, a hyper... We're using the word hyper a lot. Yeah. But it's a it's a hyper parody. Oh, yeah. Um, how that ends up playing out is is kind of tough. Because what ends up happening is, you know, essentially the show is pointing at this this thing called feminism and be like, wow, look at that. That's the joke. Oh, the, the joke didn't do it for you? Okay. Well, the door is going to open up and somebody's going to be standing there and explode. And that should be funny. Somebody will say something, you know, after somebody's guts explode all over them. 
and and that's the part that is kind of tough to digest in the show it's it's that there so it's there's no problem having like a message or you know like a, a stance but to do it in an unnuanced way to just be like hey here's you know this social topic it's funny in itself you know no need to write anything around it and then go on to like slapstick violence like it, yeah. it needs to be. It needs to have a bit more substance. And you I gotta, think, you gotta have a subtle uh, hand with that stuff. Yeah, you, you have to have good writing or clever writing at least. Yes. And to be fair, this show, like we laugh. There, there is, there are some funny moments in the show that are good. But we're talking There's about the first. We're talking yeah. about the first episode, which was wasn't the strongest of the series. Yes, absolutely. And um, you know, without spoiling any of the content of the show, of all that's any consequence, we might. Just talk about some of the funny bits um, or bits that we didn't like, but nothing that's too story centric. Um, the first episode is is basically just Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy consistently going up against some kind of situation where a single or a bunch of very alpha white males are just like, you can't do this because you're girls. Um, and, you know, they they say that very straight on politically and then it's just kind of awkward I and mean, even the joker goes said, to, yeah yeah and he, then goes to some kind of like super duper crazy arms getting ripped off yeah. or, or something like there, that there's even a point where joker's like shooting his goon and he says like it can't be harley like women aren't funny yeah yeah right and like nobody's laughing at that but then like immediately shooting after, his goon, yeah yeah immediately after that like you know the some guy gets like yeah, bunch of bullets in him, one or of his, his knees goons. like whacked off, and like that's the joke. Yeah, so it's kind of setting up the punchline in a weird place. Yeah, I guess it, is the it, easiest it's way to say political commentary it. and slapstick hyperviolence. Yeah, so you know, once you get past that, and like you know, to be a hundred percent honest, we tried to record this episode after watching just the first episode, but we had to check our privilege. But we had to check our privilege and. Uh, you know, we both felt that we should watch more of it because, you know, to Evan's point, Disenchantment had a terrible start and you got to give, you got to give everything the true benefit of the doubt. And so, yeah, speaking of Disenchantment, or you can continue what you're saying and then I'll go into what I was saying. So once you digest the first episode and you can understand the world where everything is taking place in, um... It does take some time to wrap your head around because characters are kind of being written differently to help portray this world against Harley kind of. They're almost a cartoon of themselves, which yes. is yes. fairly and, accurate. And yeah. 100% honestly, sometimes just written completely wrong. Yeah. Like the Riddler being, you know. Well, I guess he's not written wrong, but whoever drew the Riddler is drawing Zaz and then just putting him in a Riddler costume because <laughs> they don't really look alike. No. But some characters are just being written very strange and differently. And like Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. And who is like some sort of like coffee crackhead. Yeah. And, you know, I'm fine with like Batman being memed and his traits of his personality kind of being over exaggerated yeah picked out upon and being over exaggerated because you know that's fine at the end of the day it's he dresses bat- up as a bat and yeah, fights crime it's batman you know but he is kind of yeah yeah yeah. it's batman he yeah. is kind of crazy but once you start taking characters who 
are like traditionally known for level-headedness and just writing them completely off script of you know anything that you've ever seen about the character like before. Gordon. Yeah, like Gordon. Yeah, it's it's just weird. It's yeah. very strange. It's you know they take they take some liberties they shouldn't take with some of the characters, but other than that, definitely sometimes they they hit it right on the head, like with Bane. Yeah. So you know, going into those those next couple of episodes, there were definitely um, a lot more moments than in the first episode where I chuckled, but I largely attribute that to the supporting, the supporting cast. cast. Yeah, that's yep. where this this uh, the show is very strong because of its supporting cast because it can take these over-exaggerated satirical liberties with their own characters and write them as a joke where they wouldn't normally because, you know, like, oh, it's comics. It's got to be serious for, like, you know, all the serious fans. Yeah, and they have a huge, um, amazingly talented voice cast. Yeah, all, all the well-known, money. Yeah, all, like, big-name, well-known voice actors. So that helps, too, because as far as delivery comes, um, you know, without spoiling anything... Wanda Sykes is a goddamn book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's a great performance and delivery. She was a great villain once, but... Yeah. Those times hey, no, are no, long I don't wanna, you don't want to yeah. talk about any of the plot. Oh, no. So, it's, it's difficult because the parts that are funny usually don't fall in line with the points that the show is trying to make. Or and, have anything to do with Harley Quinn. Yeah, Correct. Yeah. So yeah. it's like there are funny people who are on the writing talent, but they're not, you know, I don't know, either like working well with the people who are writing the story or it, it's like they're separating the narrative progression from the comedy because the comedy never has anything to do with what's actually going on. It's always just like it, bits during yeah. whatever like story like progression there is. Yeah. It's just some side character doing a very normal everyday human thing that has nothing to do with superheroes or anything like that and that's yeah. the the part that's funny. Yeah. Um so so yeah, it's I guess tough to say De- what the De- ultimate fate of Harley Quinn is. There are parts of the show that I hate <laughs> like straight up. Um but there are some parts that are funny. So time will ultimately tell what happens to the Harley Quinn animated DC streaming application, television extravaganza owned by Warner Brothers in cooperation with AT&T. Who are also making a Harley Quinn movie called Birds of Prey. Called Birds of Prey. It's, it's really just a Harley Quinn movie, let's yes, be honest. That's right. Um, but yeah, definitely, like I said earlier, definitely like disenchantment vibes. Because, you know, it, it definitely starts out weak, but the main kind of draw of the show is not its main lead characters, but like the supporting cast. Cause I mean, while, you know, while, while the main cast isn't like total un- by all means unforgivable, it's just, you know, it's really carried by the supporting cast and the, the voice talent of the show, of course. Yeah. The voice talent is the strongest play for me that this show has going for it. Um, Alan Tudyk, I think does a really good Joker. Um, I, you get a little bit of it in the first episode, but I really feel like he's, he warmed up to the voice by the second and the third episode. Alan Tudyk's also the Joker? Alan Tudyk's the Joker. He's Joker and Clayface? Yes. Wow. And I will tell you who else he is. Uh, Calendar Man, 
Oh, yeah. Calendar that one bit in the first episode. That was actually kind of funny. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like, I really like his Joker. Um, yeah. It's, it's, so I can give him big props for that. Yeah, Obviously, J.B. Smoove oh, yeah, kills J. it. Um, Kaylee Kukowo does a pretty good Harley Quinn. Poison Ivy sounds it sounds good. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think you can really mess up Poison Ivy. Yeah, I don't really know if she even has like a known voice either. It's just kind of what people remember from the animated show. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I feel like the only way you could mess her up is if you like made her British or Southern. Yeah, or gave her like a weird drawl or twang. Yeah. Like, hey y'all, I'm Poison Ivy. Isn't that weird? It's like what you're Southern and Dutch. That would be very weird. Yes. So, will I mean I'm I'll. We'll we'll keep watching. Let's put it this way: I'm happier to continue watching this show than Titans. Facts. Facts. Hard facts. We've fallen behind on Titans, and I I don't miss it. I don't. I know you do. I mean, I need. It to, makes you laugh. Yeah, I need to see this be slain. Right. It's not. It's got renewed for a third season. Why? I don't know. To give us material. True. The show is like this. Podcast it's is like fuel. the ultimate sword forged to fight Titans. An anathema, if you would. Yes, yes. I think that's the word. But other than that, thank you all so much for listening. You can see Harley Quinn again in early February in the Birds of Prey slash mostly Harley Quinn movie. movie. Just the Harley Quinn movie, Just the Harley Quinn movie, actually. There'll be a change, and then it'll just be the Harley Quinn movie. Just called Harley Quinn. Um, The movie. As for us, any likes, comments ratings reviews suggestions suggestions want to play a game with us want to play a game with us emails anything like that we would absolutely love to hear from you um you can email us at the dork web podcast at gmail.com you can follow us on facebook twitter and instagram all at the dork web or dork web podcast and please again you know if you want to drop us a line feel absolutely free to Until then, so long. See you later.